0: Zen? Zen, please. Please pick up the phone so that I know you're okay. There's... I heard... just... please be okay. I don't know what's going on, but... Oh, shit. Zen, I don't know what it was that you got, but there was a letter nailed to the fire station door, and it mentioned you, and it had some more poetry on it, and it Sounds kind of like a threat, and I'm worried. Um, Vanilla just called me. He said that he found one as well, and it spooked him pretty badly. I'm going to go and get him, and we're coming right to the studio as soon as I can get us there. Just please be safe. Please. I'll see you soon. Hey, Zen. It's been a couple of days, and I know you're safe in the studio now. I... Yes, you're just about to start the broadcast. I probably just missed you then. Anyway, look, I just wanted to call you and tell you that I'll be listening in, but if there's any trouble, call me, okay? Alright. Bye. Good morning, Zen. It's it's Agent Inara Hart. I heard what happened and was hoping to book a meeting with you to discuss it. It would be ideal to at least report it to the police, for your safety, of course. Just... I hope you're okay. Maybe I'll stop in sometime. I have some other business to contact you about as well. Thanks.
1: Well, good morning, Omen City. It has been a busy few days for me, redoing my wards after the cat dragged itself in and the blood wrote itself onto the studio window. The cat, well, it's not to blame, let us be honest here. It's who sent it. I have yet to work that out, but I know that the best and the brightest are here with me at the studio and we're working on finding out just who sent those notes. For all of those of you who are thinking of taking me on, or any of the crew here at Vaguely AM, just know that I am not to be trifled with, and neither is my team. If anyone was at all interested, three notes were delivered. One to myself, another to Sloane Caldwell at the downtown fire station, and the last to our intern, Vanilla Ho. Now, we take care of our interns at the best of our ability here at Vaguely AM, so the fact that Vanilla received this note in a place where he felt safe is disturbing and will not be tolerated. Once the offender is found, they will be dealt with accordingly. Be warned, Omen City, I do not take threats well. Now then, let's get back into our curfew broadcast, shall we? The weather is tolerable, not too cold, not too hot, and so very much unremarkable. Though I do suppose something predictable is what we need right now, with all the chaos that's been washing our streets this time. For news today, I'm going to take a little time to get you caught up on the city news. Boring, I know. And then move on to story time. We all know that's your favourite part, don't lie to me. Those of you who have been listening for the past few months know we've been struggling with a plague on our streets. The undead and their continuous parade that has driven curfew dwellers to remain home instead. You'll be unhappy to know the numbers have grown widely and very very unfortunately. Just the other day I got a message from Agent Hart letting me know that the streets have been overrun and she expects it to get worse from here. Promptly after she told me about the several council members that the Nightwalkers obliterated, Sloan messaged me about a building they lit up like candles on the Day of the Dead. Now this makes me angry, and I will be paying certain people a visit later in response, but for now, stay home if you're weak, weak weak-willed or weak-minded in general. If you're a fighter I'm well contemplating making war-era Omen City Needs You posters to get people to take them off the streets. In a direct effect of that, despite the time of night, there's only been a street body count of two higher than a few nights ago when we ended up with one, but still nowhere near the current record of 35. In another twist, potentially thanks to the undead, The humans of Omen City have now come down with a fast-spreading viral illness. The cause of this is currently unknown, and as far as I am currently aware, it is only affecting the human population of our city, at least for the moment it is. This virus seems to have appeared quite suddenly and only a couple of days ago, and it is currently unknown whether it is magical, natural, or supernatural in nature. I will bring you all the updates as soon as I have them though, never fear. However, the current surge in sickness within the city has caused a response from plague doctors, who are also currently adding to the number of dead on the streets. Now I know what you're thinking. Aren't plague doctors supposed to treat the sick during times of plague and help in the discovery of a cure? That is (laughs) where you are wrong. At least in the case of plague doctors that have surfaced within omen city. These plague doctors are undead creatures themselves and therefore are unable to get sick and their primary reason for existence is to seek out contagion wherever it may be incubating and take care of it. So unlike everyone else they are the exception to the law and therefore have household permissions to enter and destroys those containing the virus. Plague doctors, undead as they are, are like their ghostly counterparts and can phase through apartment doors and windows, and unlike their spectral fellows, they also have the ability to take the souls of the truly plagued, freeing them from this mortal coil and protecting us all from unwelcome diseases. Unfortunately, they don't seem bothered by the undead on the streets, so any hopes of them ridding our community of another type of plague is disappointingly low. Let's see... I can talk a little bit more about our resident plague doctors, there are no other pressing announcements just yet. Firstly, between the 17th and 19th centuries, physicians who donned the plague doctor masks to research disease and, well, plagues, Many of them were well-meaning humans, to begin with at least, but not long after they were cursed into undead spirit creatures upon their deaths, destined to follow plague and remove it from the lands. It seemed to be beneficial all round at the start, but the realization came fairly soon after that. As undead, their minds became no more. And it wasn't long after that that they became single-minded entities focusing on one thing and one thing only which means that nothing and possibly no one can stop them from reaching their goal, twisted though it has become. So, for the most part, they are efficient beings, by no means benevolent in any case, but they do their purpose with deadly efficiency. Though I am expecting a rise in the death toll at any moment now since they started their own hunt mere hours ago. Ah. And here it is now, my fellow citizens, an updated total of deaths tonight. Now, before I release these numbers, I will remind you that we are still in the first half of Curfew. And these numbers are expected to grow, and rapidly, since we are including Plague Doctor targets in this count at this time. It is also possible that deaths by plague doctors will continue to rise outside of curfew, but I can only report on those deaths that occur between midnight and 3 a.m. Though I will give an update on plague doctor deaths in my early morning wake up broadcast as well. So it is with that reminder that I tell you that the current count is... Hmm, well it looks like you'll have to wait just a little bit longer before you get those totals, Omen City. I've just had some news of a more pressing urgency dropped on my desk, out of thin air, I might add. I thought I had disabled that mailbox years ago when I kept getting spam about learning witchcraft. Alright, let's see what it says. Whoever sent this letter has written to me in such urgency to inform me that the disease has been spreading throughout the human population of the city can be passed on to those who are no longer human or not of human origin. This person says that they went outside earlier during curfew and must have eaten an infected human who wasn't showing symptoms. It didn't take long after that for them to start showing symptoms quite unusual for a supernatural creature and though they are protected from the plague doctors as they mainly focus on infected humans they urge caution as it does not seem like they will discern the difference once they realize that this disease has spread to the monstrous population of the city i this sounds i'm getting a call it's
2: anya then the deities I didn't think I was going to get through
1: Anya, this letter
2: it wasn't from me then but it's all right the symptoms are so rapid f- in non-humans I was feeding of course I I had to I didn't even know the human was sick they they showed no symptoms they smelt fine they even seemed fine apparently it can take them weeks to realize they even have it but Our symptoms work differently. I didn't-
1: Vamp systems work more rapidly in the spread of disease through their body, and it works out of their system even faster. Yes, I should have known. You don't sound so great. Is everything okay there?
2: The plague doctors really don't distinguish between human and supernatural when it comes to widespread pandemic plagues. I'm on the floor facing the doors and windows. A couple have tried to come through. Decapitating plague doctors when defending yourself while your body fends off an illness? Not as fun as it sounds.
1: Do you need someone to come over there? How much longer are you going to be able to stay upright? Anya! Anya!
2: Ah, sorry Zen. I have to go. Another one just came in. I'll be fine. Another hour and I'll be better. I'll see you at work tomorrow.
1: That... Was Anya LeCount everyone? Being a badass as per usual. I know my accountant can take care of themselves. I train with them regularly to ensure it too. Their preferred method is sword, although I know they haven't been alive long enough to see the sword era. Those really were the days. Good luck Enya, i better see you tomorrow. Replacing the top workers in my studio is hard and I don't want to go back to doing it myself. With that call and these thoughts and this shiny new email, it would seem that this sudden outbreak of illness that is plaguing our city is also in a backwards swing kind of way, connected to the upswing in the rising dead and walking corpses that were slowly getting under control. As mentioned earlier, these undead have multiplied in number rapidly over the last couple of nights, and it seems that instead of turning those that they injure, the toxins or the residue that has been emitting that strange light from their bodies has caused a reaction that results in sickness that is rather unpleasant regardless of species. At least that's what the email seems to point out. I'm piecing together everything bit by bit. It's a strange sort of feeling to have those two dots connected, but also it feels as though something is slipping through my fingers. Something that is screaming for my attention, but doesn't want to be revealed just yet. This confirms my theory of the undead and the plague being connected, but... Alright. I'm a patient woman. But be warned, I do not take lightly to those who threaten and harm citizens of Omen City without a just cause. This city was built for a reason, and I would strongly advise caution. The bones of Omen are old, and they are strong, and they are bloody. They do not take kindly to the things that seek to corrupt them. We're going to take a quick break while I sort some things out. Hold on tight, Omen City, and... I'll be back with you shortly. I suppose that since I did promise a story time that I should make good on that, don't you think? Well, this week we're talking about our studio guests because I'm still here, alone. No one wanted to leave me by myself until my wards were secure, which they are, and the others were due to join me in the studio tonight, but I sent them all home. And now with Enya out sick, fending off plague doctors, I think we all need a distraction. And, well, I know you're listening, Enya, so let me fill your time with something a little more calm, or at least familiar. I have spoken at lengths about my colleagues here at the Vaguely AM radio station, most of whom I am quite fond of for various reasons. But there are a few regular, or I hope to be regular, guests that you will have heard on the show, or at least mentioned. The longest and possibly the guess that is the biggest thorn in my side that manages to find bones in absolutely any nook or cranny they can find is our resident eldritch terror, Vulture. Now, I have known Vulture for almost as long as I've been alive, which is a very long time, but even that is only a fraction of how old they are. They've never told me exactly what their age is, they usually just wave their hand and tell me they're old enough to know better whatever that means, I've never been particularly motivated to find out. If you can call a being that constantly reminds you that your bones are theirs when you depart from this realm, Vulture is my closest friend and frankly I would not change a single damn thing. I will admit the first hundred years of our relationship were tense. They killed me, I killed them, we both got up and walked it off and did it all over again. It was fun and is a tradition that we still carry to this day. Now, I can practically hear the disapproving concern from the next person I want to talk about, downtown Omen City's fire department's very own Sloane Coldwell. You know, the one with the healthy doses of caffeine and muscles. I first met Sloane when her and her team were sent up to us after an unfortunate experiment that ended in our microwave going flying and smoking debris all over our kitchen. Not entirely sure I remember who caused that, but I believe it might have been vanilla. I, being the excellent judge of character that I am, decided to invite her to join me on the show. And a few weeks later, she agreed, a decision for which I find myself particularly grateful. And the third guest who I wanted to talk to you all about is someone who has yet to join me on air. But is welcome to stop by whenever she pleases, is Agent Nanara Hart. Is this a challenge or an offer? Why can't it be both? Agent Hart is a detective that works within our city police force, specifically the FBI, chasing down those of you who don't adhere to our very reasonable curfew laws and makes the position look as attractive as ever as she does it. While her cases may be a little bit more specifically based on special cases, I'm sure a general amount of you have met her nonetheless. Don't let her dark looks and attitude get the best of you, though. She's good at her job, and better at stealing hearts. At least, (laughs) that's what the underground rumour mill says. As I am fairly sure that he or she is listening to me talk right now, Agent Hart, you really are formally invited to join me at your pleasure, so that our listeners can hear your dear voice. Somehow, we haven't really had any other regular friends to the show. Councilman Reggie gets a shout-out for bringing us cupcakes every Sunday, mostly to placate Vulture and keep the council safe from their wrath but they still eat Councilman Peter every other week. (laughs) Let's move on to some hopefully lighter topics for a little while and get to our community announcements. The first one being from Mrs. Whitehouse with an update on her offspring that hatched right here in studio only a few weeks ago. She says that they have been growing rapidly and have started to venture out on their own. Which leads me into another message that we have received directly afterwards. Another citizen, whose name has been redacted, has reported that they have been recently (laughs) attacked Sorry, this is a serious matter of course. That they have been recently attacked by a baby giant goliath beetle while they were attempting to take a selfie and left the flash on. (laughs) It seems that Giant goliath beetle babies are attracted to sudden flashes of light, which is certainly something to keep in mind. Though it would be interesting to test that theory with some other things. I wonder if Vulture would be up for causing some more chaos. Ugh, who am I kidding? Of course they are. I expect that we'll receive a report on that at some point, if they care to send one through to me. Vulture, if you can't write it down, at least record it or get one of us to write it. In a shocking surprise that I'm not quite sure I fully believe just yet, a letter arrived at the station earlier today from... Mothman! That's right, Mothman. As you will remember, a new Mothman has taken residence in our city. It seems that he doesn't want to be outdone by Goatman, though all the letter contains is a few small words. Vulture, with a winky face emoji, which is quickly followed by... Sorry, Jason. Not sure if he's patronising them or actually being sweet. Well, any hope I had of finding out what else Goliath Beetle Babies are attracted to has just disappeared without a trace. It seems that Jason was either too slow on acting on anything with Mothman or just wasn't interested. I expect that Vulture will befriend them, though whatever else might happen, I can't say for sure. And I'm definitely not at liberty to release anyway, even if I knew. Not that I particularly like the idea of finding out. So, in further news updates, the downtown police department was summoned to an apartment complex nearby after they received a noise disturbance complaint. It involved screams that concerned a number of other residents on that block. From this report, the screams started off low and continued to rise in noise levels, frequency and potency. But when they arrived, they discovered that it was a pair of banshees who had gotten into a friendly competition to see who could scream louder. It seems their timing was eerie, and it was, you know, hardly an hour before the plague doctors showed themselves and began seeking out the infected in our city. (laughs) There's a reason Omen City got its name, and it's things like this that will really just reinforce it, don't you think? I will remind all of you though that if you happen to spot a growing number of crows and ravens in the city that they are protected and not to be harmed. Our corvid friends are the sweetest things. Why yesterday morning I had one bring me a lovely and very tiny black opal. Now those are incredibly rare finds these days and I have no idea where it could have come from. But it's rather beautiful and could be of some use, if my history and research is correct. However, it could also be a threat, and... We all know how I feel about those. It's been a heavy kind of night tonight. Don't you think? I believe we all have a lot to dream about tonight. A lot to fight. Rest assured, Omen City. No matter the time, all will be well again. The sun will rise and our streets will be clear of plague doctors and the undead. Those of you who are sick will stay home. Those of you who don't need to travel should also take this opportunity to remain indoors. Wash your hands, distance from others, and you will live to see the next sunrise. The stars will come out, even over Omen City. Your neighbors will still fight in the morning hours, and screaming will still rent the air in curfew. And the next morning, you'll wake up in your bed, confused and breathless. You'll get up, body stiff and cold, and you'll make your coffee and look at your phone. You'll wonder if there will be blood in your complex hallway again this morning, and will go to work and continue to live. All will be well, or at least as well as things can be in Omen City. Good night out there. Dream of places you've never been and horrors you wish to never meet. It's always night in your nightmares, but still, the sun will rise. Sweet sleep, sweet nightmares. Good night, Omen City. Hey all, thank you so much for listening into this episode of Vaguely AM. As always, I myself, Ali Rose, have voiced Sen Vaguely. We've also had appearances from Meg as Sloane Caldwell, Caden as Agent Nanara Hart, and Chaos as Enya LeCount. The Hell Crew here wishes to issue you all an apology for the lateness of the episode, and we wish to inform you that episodes will be moving their release date from Fridays to every second Monday. Thank you so much for your patience with us, guys. We hope you're all safe. And as usual, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Vaguely AM and Instagram at Vaguely underscore AM. If you wish to send us an email, check in with us, ask us anything at all, just head over to your email and input vaguely AM at outlook.com. See you soon, Omen City.